and welcome to Elevate Your Small Business. This podcast is for those with a passion for building their small business and you want support to grow both your business and your potential as a business owner. If you want one-to-one tailored support or to be part of a small business mentoring group, links to connect with me on socials or to sign up to my mailing list are in the show notes. So let's explore another aspect of business ownership so that you can overcome the challenges and experience a higher level of success as you elevate your business. Hello and welcome to another episode. So today I'm going to be talking about five ways to reduce your overwhelm. Overwhelm is something that affects us all at times, but we're not powerless to it. And there are certain things that we can do. There are certain patterns, certain triggers, repeated behaviours that we can change if we just notice them and take the time to make change. So I'm going to be talking about five of these that are very common to us entrepreneurs. And we're going to start with your messaging. Do you often second guess yourself? Does your message change all the time? Are you lost for words? Does it feel a bit uncomfortable talking about yourself and what you do? If you nail your messaging and it feels good, it comes from the heart heart, head and gut and it's all aligned, then it will feel good. Now it does take a little bit of time to understand your messaging, especially in the early days and it will evolve, of course it will. It doesn't stay the same forever and it might change slightly when you talk to people because you don't want to sound like you're talking off a script. But the essence of your message, the values inside your messaging the content, the, the, what you want to convey and to who, if it feels right and it feels natural and it feels aligned, then it will feel so much easier and you won't need to keep reinventing it, rewriting it, changing it. So the secret to this is writing it in a very thoughtful, intentional way and not in a way that you think sounds right, sounds professional, but in a way that comes from the heart, that comes from deep within. So sometimes we need to step back a little bit and stop the jargon, stop talking like everybody else, and actually describe what we do from deep inside, from our passion. And when we do that, we've got a message that feels so good that we're proud to share, that has this, conveys the same message each and every time, even if it's in a slightly different way. But there's no confusion and you feel good. So this is one way that you can reduce your overwhelm, nail your messaging so that there's no more second guessing what to write. Because when you have a heartfelt message, you're going to share it with confidence. So the second way to reduce your overwhelm as an entrepreneur is to have a better understanding of how long things really take. 
So we often think about a task and we think, oh, yes, that'll take half an hour. But what we don't take into account is the preparation work, getting our head into gear, getting our equipment ready, opening up our PC, making a cup of tea. So we've already lost half our time before we even sit down. And then once we've finished it, perhaps we're having a conversation with somebody or we've just taken an order. What about the follow-up work? What about that message that you're going to take, that invoice you're going to send, that paperwork you need to do afterwards? Often there is work before and after what we think of as the main task. And so we try to cram into, say, an hour work that really takes two hours. We set ourselves up for failure. We don't finish the task and we feel overwhelmed. So if you understand better exactly how long things take, you can look for that block of time. It'll also help you to prioritise because if you look at your calendar and you realise that you don't have enough time for all the jobs you've got to do in the week, something's got to give. You need to start prioritising because we don't have to do everything. We can turn our heads to most things but we can't do absolutely everything. And we don't need to, to have a successful business. A simpler business is often a much more effective business. So understand exactly how long things take and how long you've got, and then prioritise and work on those tasks that are going to keep moving your business forward. Because remember the 80-20 rule? 80% of your results are coming from 20% of the work you do, which essentially says you could run your business in one day a week, not five. Now, that might be a bit of a stretch, but the message is there, isn't it? That we are doing more than we need to, to get the results, to get the financial results we need. So have a think about that in context to how you spend your time, how much time you've got, what you're doing, and perhaps rethink. It can be a lot simpler. So our next subject to look at for decluttering or for reducing our overwhelm, should I say, is to declutter our mind. We carry so much around in our heads, ideas, to-dos, emotions, thoughts, or just so much information going round and round in our heads, stressing us out. And very little of it actually needs to be in our heads because what we can do is we can offload it. We can brainstorm, brain dump. We can have systems in place that mean that we don't need to carry all of this information around in our heads. If you've got lots of ideas, why not have an ideas book or an ideas jar and keep them in there for when you need them? Because you're not going to do them all at once. Some of them you'll never do. Some of them you'll do soon. Some of them you'll do later. But if they're in that jar, you don't need to keep carrying them around in your head because they're nice and safe for when you need them. You can also, when you brain dump all the tasks that you do, you can do the four Ds, delete, delegate, defer and do. If it's not aligned to your goals, if it's not connected to your why or your mission, and I will be doing an episode on the difference between your why and your mission, but if it's not connected to those, your values your client's needs, then it doesn't need to be done if it's, if it's stressing you out. 
It's doing more damage than good. So what could you delete? What could you let go of? Delegate. What doesn't need to be done by you? What could be automated? What could be outsourced? What could be done by somebody else? You can defer. So as I said, collect those ideas in a book. They're there for later. You can't do everything now. So what will be deferred? And then whatever's less left and is the biggest priority to moving your business forward and is aligned with your goals and makes you happy and is a priority, that's the do. So it's delete, delegate, defer and do. So when you declutter your mind, you can get them out. You can decide if they're worth keeping, saving for later, or you can let them go, but get them out of your head. Another tip is to keep a pen and paper by your bed and to write things down that are cluttering up your head as you're going to sleep and stopping you from sleep. Again, get them out because then your brain knows that they're safe, doesn't need to keep thinking about them. Give it a go. The next one is to know who you're talking to. If you're quite vague about who your ideal client is, it can be quite overwhelming because you are just shouting to the masses. And that's a bit like standing on top of a tall building with a a megaphone in your hand, shouting to everyone while they scurry along and take no notice of you far below. So if you know who you're talking to, it's like sitting down in a coffee shop and having a proper conversation. So know who you're talking to. Who is your ideal client? Who has the problem that you have the solution to? Who is ready for that transformation? Because although you can help lots of people, some people are not ready. Some people will take longer to nurture. Some people need more time to come to their decision. You're not here to fix people. You're here to help them make a transformation and to empower them. Who's ready to be empowered? That's who we're talking to. Whether you're product-based or service-based, it doesn't matter. You want to be talking to the people who are ready. They're ready for what you've got. They're ready to hear, to listen, to learn, to understand, and most importantly, to take action. So know who you're talking to. Trying to appeal to everyone is going to dilute your message. So for impact, understand who needs your offering and what they want to hear and what you want to say. And then you will have an idea of who you're trying to connect to and it will feel far less overwhelming, far less vague. You'll feel a lot more confident, a lot more directed, a lot more focused. And the last one we're going to talk about today, another thing that is a big source of overwhelm is the language that we use to ourselves. This is a big one. What words are you using when you speak to yourself? Could be imposter syndrome where you're comparing yourself. You don't feel good enough. You're not qualified enough. Who's going to listen? Would you speak to someone else like that? Probably not. I like to think not. You're not going to. I wouldn't speak to somebody like that. But every now and again, that little thought creeps into my head. But where's the truth? Where is the truth in that statement? You know, thoughts are not facts. So look for the evidence. Is there evidence to back up these things that you're telling yourself? Secondly, 
words matter. If you're saying to yourself, I have to, I must, I've got to, that puts pressure on. Gosh, you're going to feel overwhelmed to think that most of the time you haven't got to. There isn't a must or a have to. It's I choose to, I want to, I prefer to, I'd like to, I get to. That language can feel exciting. It can feel motivating. It can feel empowering. So just a tiny change in words has an absolutely massive impact on how we feel about ourselves and on our overwhelm. So change your language. Ban the language that doesn't make you feel good. So what will you change? Think of a few examples of the things that you hear yourself saying and take some time to notice these because often we, we're not noticing how unkind we're being to ourselves or how much pressure we're putting on ourselves. So the first thing is to notice. And then when you notice, you can do something about it. You are empowered to make a change and to start to catch yourself and to replace those words. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time, but I still catch myself saying some of those words. It's a journey. Everything is, isn't it? We are evolving creatures. We're humans. We're never going to hit that point of perfection because, of course, there is no such thing as perfection. But we're never going to hit that point where we're never going to make these mistakes anymore. So it's an evolution, but we can improve, we can get better, we can empower ourselves with these tools to manage our overwhelm. And that is that can be transformational to our everyday lives, to our relationships, to the way we see each other, to the way we see ourselves, to our self-worth. So choose some of these this week and see how you can start to make change and reduce your overwhelm. So I hope you found that helpful. And if you would like to get in touch, look at my links in the show notes, get in touch, come and join me in my free Facebook group or listen to some more podcasts. And I will see you next time with some more tips to elevate your business. Thank you.